outside Outside the nine to five Make the cloud rise How the money just multiply On the outside Outside the nine to five Long as I strive Success finna multiply On the outside We're gonna, we're jumping on the podcast okay. now on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we got a little we got a little turn. Yeah, what were you guys drink? drinking? Lemoncello? No, I went for I went for a, a whiskey vibe. Okay, which is, which is a little out of character for you, me. But. You, you felt the you just wanted to be a little angry. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be really angry at Alex's extended family. That's smart. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was a good time. Wendell crushes the food game, um, and so did uh, so did everybody else. Colin Nicole made homemade uh, pasta sauce Ooh, so it was good it was really it was savage it was very savage what did you bring a cheese board uh oh so this is hilarious so okay. we walk in we had a a brie nice i mean everyone appreciates everyone it appreciates. everyone appreciates a good brie bro they were already in the process of making a brie appetizer okay so it's like we're already got we already got two brie's to go i like that about an hour later, somebody walks in and they're like, "What did you bring?" And they were like, "We brought a brie." Oh my so god! So it, it was just a brie party, <laughs> and I was just standing there like, "I don't like brie," so I'm like the one odd man out. But you know, it is what it is. It was good. It was good. It was fun to watch everybody yes. eat brie. Hopefully, no one's lactose intolerant. Alex is. Yep. And she still ate the brie. Okay. So I'm sorry Alex. for you, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hardest worker in our household this week is the toilet upstairs. Oh my god! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't question that work ethic up there. We also had the cake balls. Oh yeah, and we had the cake balls, which I was trying to force Colton to eat, but they have like low fat cream cheese in them, so it's like almost like a. It's yeah, it's healthy actually. Okay. <laughs> it's healthy. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your Christmas Eve? Cowboys won. Cowboys won. Oh yeah, that was big. We Huge. were watching the Eagles game. So my, my heart rate was way too elevated the entire time. I had I did not a double or nothing bet with my manager. So if the Eagles won, I would have had to pay him two hundred dollars, and if the Eagles lost, zero. So, uh, so you broke even on that broke game. even on the game. And That's I'll big. tell you what, took a few years off my life. Took a yeah, few it was years a close off my life. game. It was a close game. For people who are loyal fans, it must have been a nail biter. I was kind of just sitting there enjoying it. Yeah, it was a good game. Solid, perfect schedule. I mean, like in terms of like the NFL, you think that's like a prime time Saturday game. It's uh, always the same, same, pretty much time every year. That game. Oh, is it? Dallas okay, Eagles. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Um, so yeah, I would say Christmas Eve was a win when you consider that I basically won two hundred dollars mentally, mentally, or didn't lose. D- you didn't lose. I would have happily. I would have happily given my. <laughs> that manager. sounds like a shitty bet. How yeah. did you get into that? <laughs> you either break even or you lose two hundred. Uh, I made a stupid bet when the 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 Cowboys played the Eagles the first time. They had a backup quarterback in, and for whatever reason, I was feeling really really cocky at the time. I said a hundred bucks on the game, um, and they got smoked. And who then, was the quarterback? Tony Roma? No, Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush. Great name. That's a beautiful name. Great name. Um, but yeah, the Cowboys got smoked, and then I said, "Okay, can I pay you hundred bucks?" My manager goes, "Absolutely not. You're doubling up." And I go, "That's frustrating." So it's <laughs> a frustrating thing to hear. Okay, well that well that worked out for you then. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So right. Christmas Eve was all in all a success, and here we are looking into uh, what what's today? Chris, one day post Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we're about one day out. <laughs> one day out post Christmas. 
closing in on the end of the year here, getting getting ready for 2023. Yeah. That's wild. That that is a wild year. 2023. I went uh oh, I thought you were going to say yeah, 2022 went by quick though, but you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, 2022 flew by. Yeah. Time zone. It's weird. Time warp. It is strange how the older and older you get, the faster and faster time goes. It's odd. Yeah, I was actually just, I mean, a lot of the stuff I'll probably think about or talk about during the, the, the episode is I just got finished a conversation with Alex Miller who was on the podcast, and he said something pretty interesting. Like, he, he was starting to think about the idea that you really only have 4,000 weeks to live, and it's like trying to be more intentional about that. It's a good good perspective to have. It's hard to have that every day. For sure. Yeah. The hardest. It's a good motivator. Good motivator. Why why was he thinking that? Is he just, he just wanted to be that, more present. More present. Yeah, with your I, Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a big thing for me. Moving. I think it's always a big thing. I don't know if it'll ever not be a big thing. Is just being present in those moments. Or trying to be better at being present in those moments. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think speaking to being more present, it's almost in those, it's in those Christmas time interactions, or it's in those, like how many time, like how many weeks are you going to spend with your friends? Like if you have four thousand weeks, like you know, there's only so many interactions you're going to have with your parents, with your family, with your friends. So it's just being more intentional about those moments. Do you think thinking like that can cause you to maybe overextend yourself though? Overextend yourself, in a way. Uh, for sure. For sure. I think, uh, yeah, you could start trying to just check the boxes. So I think that's something that you have to kind of consider. Find balance in that. Yeah. 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 We're all not right. very balanced though. No, not at all. I think I'm a teeter totter. Well, I think balance means different things to different people. You right. Know what I mean, like that's also something that's, that's probably, I don't know if we need to talk about that, but it's, uh, we live in un like a non-traditional balanced lifestyle. Correct. It's like our priorities are in different areas than maybe most people. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he's thinking about that and just for context, I mean, he's thinking about moving, right? So if you have 4,000 weeks to live, how many, how much less you can see certain people? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, man, that's, that would be tough to make that move then. If you put that in that, that perspective. But then again, I mean, you only have four thousand weeks to live, so why? You gotta look out for your best interests. Yeah, why not? Why not make that make that move? No one has to live your life except for you. So correct. There you go. Twenty twenty three. I know we're not super. Uh, I would say year goal oriented. Um, so I guess I have some some themes that I'm rocking with. That's what he into, does. He does themes. I'm a I'm tangible. I'm a tangible takeaway type guy. All right, there we go. You got the tangible. I got the intangible. Okay. So all right. All right. Great. Why don't you kick it off? Why don't you kick it off? Okay. Um, I mean, we really boil, for me, the goals down into to four different areas. You got work, finances, relationship, and fitness. Um, That's good. And, yeah, I would say these are kind of in order of priority. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So work uh, would be 15 client referrals. I think, for me, I'm in a cash flow-based business. But the reality of the situation is if someone as a client trusts me enough to refer me to someone that they know love – know and love, um, I'm going to win the business anyway. So it's like, how do I continue to elevate what I do and what our team does for our clients to, to have them refer us other people. So 15 client referrals is my first tangible work oriented goal. How did you come up with that number? 
my manager asked me i said what do you need me to do this year and he said i need you to get me 15 client referrals and i said okay i'm gonna go do that that's that's a great way and you know i said i looked him in the eye i said that's low i like that i'm gonna get you 16 (laughs) i I did i did because i've never worked on this area of my business or craft before so i don't really know what what i can do so in terms of in terms of accomplishing that goal what do you think are you know three important areas that you're gonna have to focus on there uh ask right you you, i mean like for me it's like you don't you don't get what you don't ask for (laughs) so that's the first right line second is uh i want to create an experience around around you know what i provide i mean it sounds very intangible right now but trying to make it a little bit more concrete how do I have like a cool event that my clients exclusively get invited to that other people want to start to attend? I think you can look at a product sale or a service sale as very one dimensional. It's just like, what do you do? But how do you kind of increase that relationship factor of, okay, it's cool to be associated with Colton Richards organization. Not that it's my company, but that idea in the marketplace, how do you, how does it feel exclusive to be a part of our organization? Yeah, because there's also, I mean, when you, when you're all, when all of your clients are, they have one thing in common and that's, they all use your product. Yeah. That creates a network, right? Correct. Which in, in those terms, a network of people who are maybe more highly successful than other people. So that's cool. That's a cool thought. So that's, yeah, that's the big thing for me this year in terms of work. Do you, over to you, Cotton. Back over to me. Yeah. What, what do <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, mine's similar in that sense, but it's uh, it's networking. So just n- doing, continuing to do more networking activities on a weekly on a weekly basis. And so I think one important piece to that first, you know, target that you set on your goals, which would be to to ask, yeah. right? I think you have to put yourself in the position to ask, right? Correct. So, for example, like if you were going in, you had a new position. Uh, that's why you were going I didn't in, ask yeah, this you, year. That is exactly what you don't want to do. Because that's I haven't built when you any lose credi- credibility. Correct. I haven't built any relationship capital. To so you ask. have to almost come to a situation with uh, to build trust and to offer value in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form to be able to ask for reciprocation correct and that nature and i think having the perspective you know some people might say well well they should make the first move it's like that's you can't control that right so the one thing you can control is how you act so doing more activities on that front as well as providing you know a, a a solid experience for my current clients that results in is networking for, for, for your client's purpose, for, for client acquisition purposes, or is it networking more for um, just like industry knowledge? I think it's all of the above. Okay. I think it doesn't really need to be – I mean because you could be networking for industry knowledge and next thing you know, it's you're talking to another advisor who maybe doesn't work with a specific type of client. Yeah. They're like, well, do you work with these people? And so that becomes an opportunity all of a sudden. So just consistently – doing those activities on a weekly basis is is this is linkedin based is it like more in person like is it when i say linkedin i mean i think that's just the professional network i that's the professional way to network in my opinion uh, but is it, it it's to my understanding probably more in person based stuff right yeah definitely more in person based stuff i think i think linkedin can be a good tool to 
maybe do some research or build a reputation sense. though yeah yeah oh yeah for sure but if, if we're talking about specifically in terms of networking and creating a relationship yeah you got to be in person yeah being in person and then linkedin is always a good follow-up plus you know if you connect on linkedin then you get access to okay well this is who this person knows and then that creates you know maybe a follow-up or something along those lines to jump from there so yeah it's funny when you hear network and when i first started out in the 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 industry i would say it almost felt like fake it felt weird to say it but as i've kind of grown and evolved in this industry and candidly just in my career like the most successful people just want to build their circle yeah and it's not even networking can sound so it's disgusting yeah it can sound disgusting when some people say it but it's it's just a shorter way of saying getting to know people have more relationships that are valuable Yeah. yeah sitting down and talking with other people and getting to know where they came from and what they did to get to where they are today and that's i i condense that into networking yeah but i don't yeah i i understand why people think it's slimy for sure phrase because, slimy that's a great yeah because net when you say oh i'm networking there can be this this aura of exactly what we talked about earlier of you know you're you're gonna ask for something something yeah which is i've always found when you come at it from the other angle wanting to learn if people if people are gonna think that because sometimes you can put yourself in a situation where this person might think oh well they're gonna ask me for uh you know something right and when you don't come at it from that perspective that's when you build the trust that's when you gain um build a relationship so yeah very similar in your sense to to what you're you're trying to do maybe a different um different angle i love it all right number two for me my friend is going to be finances um i had a good year this year and i just kind of want to continue I want to just cement the foundation that I have with my finances, right? I just paid off one big one, which was like credit card. And now it's uh, wanting to pay off student loan debt and have uh, about, you know, and then have some money in the bank to pay for any exogenous things that happen or take place. So the way I break that down is to, you know, a certain dollar amount a week and a certain dollar amount a month. So that's, I mean, really as simple as that. Really tangible. I mean, I'm a tangible guy. Yeah. Alex and I were talking about this. You, some people talk in themes. I talk – the only way I've been successful in my life is I need to break things down to daily and weekly activities that lead to some sort of goal. That's the only way my brain and mind works because yeah. I can get into a routine. I can, I can make it habitual. I can systematize it, and that's how I get better at moving the needle in that area of my life. Yeah, definitely. I think for the majority of people, that is – what works best right because the goal of paying off x amount of student debt seems like such an insurmountable thing to do right but if you break it down to a dollar amount per day or per you know how much you would need to contribute per week it looks a lot more reasonable it's way more reasonable more digestible so that's the financial goal bro what are you what are you thinking over there you got some big stuff staying with the theme of finances i mean one big thing for me is to kind of start building out you think about those three stools of of wealth yeah which would be you know one would be the investment piece Mm -hmm. uh the second would be owning a business and then the third would be owning some type of real estate right um i work with a lot of 
just by nature of what we do, people who have been successful. And those are three consistent pieces that I've seen in everybody's financial life that has success Mm -hmm. of some sort. And of course, the ratio of what that looks like can be a different in a lot of different places. You know, for example, if you own a massive business versus if you're, uh, you know, executive at a corporation, those ratios change, but the, the makeup is very much still the same. So, you know, progressing to uh, closing a deal on investment property is one. And then, um, I don't know if this will happen this year, but this is kind of the theme of owning a business of, of hopefully being able to uh, buy into the current firm that I'm with. And when so. you say three legs of the stool, though, it's it just assume you're saving money, right, before you start doing any of those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a – I guess there's, once you there's get no over stool. the saving there's pump. No stool. Yeah, there's no stool without yeah, saving money. Right. I, yeah, I guess you – I skipped over that. But, of course, yeah, there's – there's saving is what enables Enables you you to to make those investments into the stool. So I guess you could say saving is the tree, per se. There you go. The wood. (laughs) There's a nice uh, intangible analogy for you. Um, No, that's that's the first time I've ever heard that frame that way, but I definitely hear you. And it's interesting, as you mentioned, the different legs. You can go very deep in all those different areas. Investing. Right. There's a ton of different ways to invest in, you know, in different assets. Right. There's a ton of different ways to to approach real estate. There's a ton of different ways to, like, get ownership in a business. Um, so I don't know. So, yeah. All yeah. of those are very. And all of those are active pursuits as well. Like, I think the a one misconception that people have is that those a lot of those people pieces are passive, but they're not. You know what I mean? Oh. This is the biggest, the biggest, biggest misconception, misconception ever. Real estate. Of, uh, yeah, about real estate in general. Yeah. Well, yeah, real estate's passive until somebody needs something, yeah. <laughs> or you got to collect rent, or you got to, you know, you got to pay bills, or you got to renovate a property, or you know, you got to look for new properties. So it's all of them are very active endeavors. It's an active stool. It's like a stool on on wheels. You know? I, I like that framing. Though. Where'd you get that? Is that for CFP it's, education? It's something, no, it's something Jeremy Jeremy mentioned okay. uh, before. But yeah, I like the idea of you know the stool being a solid foundation and three legs, which are so common. I mean, yeah, in in people that are successful. So hmm. I like that take. I yeah. like that take. You haven't mentioned Alex yet, so I know Alex has got to be coming along on this podcast because last year everything you were grateful for was Alex. So I got to imagine she's in here at some point. Well, we t- we're talking about we're talking about work and uh, work and finances. So you know, Alex doesn't work with me. She's part of the finances though. She's okay. part of the All team. Right. She's All part right. of the team. I hope I hope it'd be. She's, she's over there part building the stool. Alex, see, I'm <laughs> I'm helping you over here, girl. Um, <laughs> All right, so next for me, again, third area is going to be relationships. I would love to have a significant other. Last year I said the same thing, but guess what? I didn't work. Alex is clapping for me. Uh, I know. Wow, there's, the crowd is going wild. The crowd's wild going here. wild. Um, yeah, last year I mentioned it, man, and then I think, candidly, my life was just really wild. I mean, you got to consider I got a new job that took a lot of my time, and then I was also living in a new city. Like, it's kind of a complex 
kind of a lot to navigate, you know, and then also try and build a relationship with someone. So I do feel a little bit more stable. Um, I had, I had the goal again, I needed to, I'm a tangible type guy. I had a goal of getting a date every other month. Alex pushed back and said, you could have, you could do 12. So I guess my goal now is 12 dates in a year. Uh, yeah, you got it. I mean, again, you, it's a weird paradox for me, bro, to be a hundred percent honest. Like you almost just want to walk your path and have attract someone. But I also think you got to, you know, pursue in some way. So it's like, trying to find that balance um it's interesting it's complicated it's confusing so hopefully i can figure it out and navigate it yeah yeah that's uh i think that's a good it's a good place to start around actually like a tangible goal there correct when doing an action to an action yeah. make that goal move forward because <laughs> like last year someone's was... not gonna come to your door and bust it down and I be know. like i need i need colton richards i need him <laughs> i wish that would happen but yeah you're right maybe, nah, if, I maybe if we if we uh increase the instagram following you you know you might the dms might start to flow in but nah, yeah. nevertheless it's uh i do think that might be an area where people think that you know somebody's gonna gonna come out of nowhere and like change their life but um you do have to, you know, sometimes you get lucky and that happens. Yeah. Like I did. So I, you know, I was definitely lucky in that sense, but. There you go, Alex. Get, get. <laughs> there, there, she gets the credit. <laughs> but nevertheless, it's, it's something most people have to, you know, you got to put yourself out there. And it's not like I wasn't before that. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So cool. Yeah. That's a, that's a good goal. You feel like you, you have enough time and space to, to handle that enough time and space to handle. i just feel more more confident in who i am man i mean obviously dating isn't an easy pursuit putting yourself out there um i think the finance thing was a little tricky for me obviously not saying i wouldn't date because of that but it just there's like a burden that was bigger to me right uh yeah there is it's a it's not a cheap thing to go out on dates either Right. But my mindset was like, okay, I got to dig myself out of this hole. Right. Like that's right. where I was. And I wasn't really feeling, I don't know. It's like not my, my first thing is I'd rather get rid of that. And I feel a little bit more free to pursue other things. Now the that priorities weren't correct. Right. It, it, they weren't not, they weren't correct, but the correct priorities were different where that wasn't my priority. Yeah. Okay. Priority, priority, priority. Yeah. Let's just say it one more time. P-Roid. <laughs> P-Roids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, going off the – I'm just going to kind of piggyback off your themes okay. here and parlay this one in there. There you go. A big goal for Alex and I this year is to say no more. Oh, my God. So that's a bit the, amazing. Take a I'm little so bit of the opposite approach as, uh, you know, maybe the – how many how many weeks do we have with everyone around us? Left? Yeah. But – Alex and I definitely overextend ourselves on a consistent basis there, and we put ourselves in positions that we don't need to, and so much so that I think some a lot of the time it takes away from the time that we could be spending together or doing something, just doing something else. Yeah. Um, so the, saying no more is, is the goal. That's and a good thing. Not even really – you don't have to have a reason to say no to something, really. Yeah, 100%. Know? that's where I struggle is like, if I don't have a, a reason, then I just say yes, yep. which is just not the way to handle those situations. What that does down the line is it puts you in these situations where you just don't have any time to breathe. Yep. And for what? To make someone else happy. Usually. Yeah. My question to you, and this is something, you know, uh, I was just thinking about 
when it's less tangible like that, you know, and I say less tangible, I, I frame my goals in weekly, like how, how do you guys implement that? And, and the way I say implement or ask that question is there's something you do if you overextend yourself that like you give yourself some sort of punishment so that you don't do it. Is there some sort of reward if you do say like, how do you, how do you make sure you're incentivized around I feel that? like I feel like the accountability is it comes from each other, right? Yeah. So we both can definitely tell when we're overextending our, like, I can tell when Alex is overextending herself, whereas it might be harder for her to look at herself in the mirror and yeah. say that to herself. So it's one that's there's an accountability aspect there, and then two, it's the the punishment is kind of like the result, uh, right? In that sense, so I think we're for a very long time I've avoided this because I I feel I don't know how to how do I put this. I guess I feel felt differently about the situation of saying no, of like where I should just say yes all the time. Yep. But that's just, I've thought about it more and it's like, that's not the appropriate view to take on life. I feel like we go through certain situations where we say yes all the time and then we're like upset or like frustrated or like really tired and we're like, why are we so like upset or tired? And it's like, oh, it's because we spent the past 48 hours like running around doing things that. Yeah. Yeah. So Alex was, Alex was just explaining that the result of like being uh, like running around for 48 hours is, is the punishment. But I do think you bring up a good point of, okay, maybe we need to think about how we're going to execute on this a little bit more because the problem is we fall into these situations. Your flow state is, it, yes. Yeah. And so we got to figure out a way to change that so we're not consistently falling into those situations. So Because that's, yeah. like, that's your natural state. Exactly. That is a phenomenal one. I, I, I don't know how many times I've heard or read about successful people reflecting on like their decisions and how they built something and saying it wasn't actually me saying yes to things that got me the opportunity or where I am, but it was actually me saying no, the discipline of no, it was like a fascinating um, thing they applied to their life. Again, not tangible, not any person, but I feel like I've consumed that through all the books I've read. Yeah. And, and this is something I've definitely read about a lot, but there also doesn't need to be, you don't need to explain to people why you're saying no. And I feel that's like hard though. That's inherently hard. the gut reaction is to explain why you can't yep. do something. But in reality, all you have to do is, is say, Hey, I, I can't. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And just leave it at that. I appreciate but it. People are uncomfortable with maybe the silence that occurs or maybe the, the questions that come after. Yep. And it, but it just, you don't owe anybody an answer. Right. So yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that one goes. We'll have to check in mid-year. Okay. All right. I like, it. I like it. Especially with wedding planning coming around. So Ooh. Got to make yourself one. happy first to make everyone else happy, man. Um, all right. Last area is fitness for me. Uh, again, this is an interesting one where a lot of what I've learned in, in to be able to pursue goals in other areas is what I've cultivated through fitness pursuits. But I don't really – again, this is just my gut You know, heading into January. I don't really – feel a huge inclination to like really push myself physically as bad as that might sound. Um, but yeah, 
for whatever it is. I I I do want to do a Spartan race in sub three hours this year. I did it in like three oh five, and candidly, I didn't really try that much. But it'd be cool to do a sub three hour Spartan race and maybe you know do a couple more of the obstacles. There's thirty obstacles in a Spartan race, and uh, I think I probably did about half because I didn't want to injure myself. So. Oh really? Yeah. So you do you do twenty burpees or something, or you do like. There's a penalty. There's a penalty, and I took a bunch of penalties not to injure myself. But. Okay. So that's a small goal, and then move on to the next round of the CrossFit Open. Um, I traveled a lot during the last winter segment last year in the last winter segment because I was doing a bunch of skiing trips, and I'm not doing that this year. So, cool little first quarter goal would be see how I can do in the CrossFit Open. Yeah, that'll be cool. That, that's a cool one. That's yeah, a cool one. It's not like again. Not something you're gonna be busting your ass over. For I'm not putting months. my mind, body, soul into to either of those, but you know, move the needle a little bit or, or pursue a little bit in that area. Yeah, I think transitioning fitness to a place where it's something that improves your life, but it doesn't over like overtake your life. I, do, I want it to be fun, bro. Yeah, like that's yeah. where I'm trying to be with fitness. I, I I've always treated it like this punishment, this discipline factor, this you know, see how far I can push myself mentally until I break. And, and candidly, I, I feel like I've crossed over the threshold of me wanting to do that with fitness. Yeah. And I think there's uh, there's an important aspect of using fitness in that way, but I, I do think you've squeezed a lot of the lemon that has to be squeezed there for sure. It's That's so a dry you, ass lemon. <laughs> you know, like, so, so have you in a way, bro. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, there's I think... only, there's only so much, um, you can continue to do. And I, you know, there's, there's still things that are on the list of, um, physical endeavors that I'd For like sure. to do, but I'm not gonna, my goal isn't to like get my Achilles back to where it needs to be and run a hundred fucking miles. Right. It's, I think what, for me personally, my goal is to be, uh, in a way, put myself out of my comfort zone and start doing yoga right. more, which is, obviously related to my Achilles stability and um, heat and flexibility is going to be pretty important too. Alex is dressing up Reese in a blanket right now. Pretty important. He does look adorable though. Oh, he, he hates when, so Reese has a a little bit of a coat on right now and he hates it. He hates it. His back's curled up like a little cat. Yeah. So, do uh, like that's where I want to take uh, like do it when I can finally do yoga do it like three times a week and that's uh, interesting because it's so the opposite of all the other like kind of fitness esque pursuits right instead of going a million miles an hour and like basically blacking out doing a workout or just shutting down like you're just with your thoughts a little bit more yeah you're definitely with your thoughts is more of a breathing there's more of a there's a more of a meditative mm-hmm. aspect to it not to say that when you do do like when you're there's nothing more meditative than getting lost in like an 18 mile run. Right. Like the the mental clarity you feel after that is yeah. incredible. But I do think there is something there with the yoga where you can almost speed that up in a way. You can actually focus on your thoughts, though. Yes. Right. Yes. Because you're not in so much pain that you're just avoiding whatever you're thinking about. Right. right. In, in a run, That's you can do point. that. Yeah. But yeah. In, in meditation, you're not really. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. So is that your fitness pursuit? Yeah. Yoga? Yeah, I'll be doing CrossFit and things along those lines. But, yeah, getting the Achilles back to where it needs to be and doing some yoga. I like that. I would like to do some dance lessons before. The wedding? The wedding. That would be be so cute. A fun. uh, That would be so cute. 
You gotta like, teach me how that. We'll we'll just be doing about. a formal a formal dance, and then the bass drops, and it's just like salsa. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Like that. That could be crazy. Could be wild. Uh, I, I like that. I Bring like out that the a clappers, lot. the little the little Spanish clappers, like. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I, I feel like there's a quote that Alex said when we. I mean, again, we should copyright half this half the things he told me, but. I like this quote. If a man does not know where he goes, no wind is favorable. The reason we were thinking about that is because, yeah, one-year goals are good. But, like, we were just talking about, you know, what what's three, five, and ten. And then we came back to the idea that ten-year goals are, like, so intangible. It's almost better to do, like, maybe one or three and then think about, like, what your 85-year-old self would be disappointed if you didn't do today. It's yeah, almost you need to uh, stretch it far. You, what's his name? Said that Alex Hermosi. Yeah, I think he might have said this was Bezos, but I don't know. Yeah, I think a lot of those people say the same shit okay. in different ways. Different ways. Yeah, but uh, that's a good perspective to have. I do, yeah, putting the – you got to make sure you're putting your ladder on the right wall, right? For sure. And if you're setting 10-year goals and you're on the wrong – you get five years in and you're on the wrong ladder, that sucks. Yeah, you shouldn't just continue down. Right, that. yeah. That's why I think it's more productive to – set those area i like the way you did it um which i didn't even realize like i have very similar like categorization of my goals but having specific areas of life that you're focusing your goals on is is a good way to go about it anything else from you over there i feel like pretty concise yeah i think i was pretty concise and hopefully tangible for people what what's a what's one piece of advice i guess you would give someone who doesn't know where to start in 2023 uh start with a goal yeah uh i would say make it easier than you think it needs to be i'll give you an example right everyone Again, I think diet and fitness is something that is tangible for me and I saw a lot of success in and then was able to apply that same thinking to to, to some of my financial issues um, and situation. But for me, again, it's not about losing five pounds a week, right? What is it tangibly? It's staying, <laughs> eating a healthy meal, right? Like set that threshold for a, accomplishment on a daily basis to a level that is almost Dude, and I say this very seriously on learning what I've learned from fitness is like, it's almost easy, bro. It's almost easy. Well, it should be, it should be, be easy, easy right? right? Because it changes your identity and it mm -hmm. allows you to show up. And then over time, you'll be able to build momentum into a place where those daily goals can become a little bit more achievable. But for me and the issue with my finances was I didn't think about weekly, daily budgets. I was like, okay, I'm going to pay down $30,000 of debt this year. And it was just like an unrealistic goal with no way for me to actually achieve it on a daily basis. So I just lost sight and then got overwhelmed. Right, because you're I, not going to get a $30,000 check right. in, to pay off that debt. Like that's not how it works, and I didn't typically. Change, and I didn't change any of my identity. So my biggest advice is whatever you're trying to work on or pursue this year, make the goal almost easier on a daily basis than your your gut or what you are initially feeling right now is. It sounds very counterintuitive, but yeah, I, I would say I've, that's helped me a lot. It's like reading 10 pages a day. 
It's, it's like, the exact that's same ten, reading ten pages a day is not a monumental activity to have to do for somebody. And this is when I was studying for my precision nutrition uh, certification. This is the the whole genesis around behavior change. Is it's got to be it's got to be very small. Yep. Very small steps. So you know, that's what people get lost in when they try to, you know, twenty twenty three. I'm going to be healthy. Right. It's like well. You're just going to start eating healthy from day one. Like everything's going to be healthy. Like some people go on like a juice cleanse yeah. or something along those lines. And then inevitably they get lost of the loose side of the goal and they're back to where they started. So, And um, right. When, when you do a juice cleanse, you're not systematizing anything, right? right. So you're, you're, you're not learning anything. You're, you're, fall, you're falling on your discipline to achieve. And, you know, discipline is very fleeting. I've come to learn. And, and as disciplined as you think you are. It's way easier to just not have snacks in the cupboard than it is to just say no to those really good cookies that are there, right? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's my advice. What about you over there, Bryski? I think I, I, would, I would echo that advice. I don't think I have to add really anything, anything else to that. But At the end of 2023, when we're, when we're doing this again, dude, you're going to be married, bro. I know. That's wild. That is wild. You're going to be married, bro. Yeah. Married filing jointly, baby. Let's go. That's great. Better tax, tax brackets. brackets. Hey, <laughs> dude, we are just standard deduction. We are so – we are lame, bro. Oh, lame. yeah. Let's go. That's the cool. thing. The thing that people really get excited about. <laughs> We're weird. We're yeah, a weird bunch of much, guys. Pretty much. All right, bro. I'm looking forward to it. Let's see what, let's see what we got. Likewise. Peace. Here we go. <laughs>